Make sure you follow me over there on Instagram for your motivational minutes each and every weekday at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure you follow me over there on Twitter where you receive way more ratchet than you ever would righteous at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Hey y'all. Hey. If nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And family, what is up? What is good? What is up? What is good? How y'all doing? How you be? I miss y'all. It has been three damn weeks. <laughs> since there has been an episode and I told y'all I told y'all it would be way more episodic than it would be consistent weekly content just because what I got to talk about now what I want to talk about but what do I have to talk about um and I didn't want to come to y'all and create this shitty content that's why the motivational minutes have been few far and in between um just because you know I've been trying to adjust to things and just trying to do this thing right and level myself correctly and big up myself and do things in the correct way and just really focus on my mental because the last thing that I want to do is slip into a depression when I don't need to, um, when especially when it's not wanted. And I'm not speaking on anybody else's mental health. I'm speaking for me. Depression is not wanted or warranted over here, and I'm going to try my damn in order for it to not manifest within my life, in my light, in the way that I'm moving. And I wish the same for you. You do not deserve depression. You do not deserve depression. One more time for the people in the back. You do not deserve depression. You are liked. You are liked. You are liked. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. And you have a divine purpose. You have a divine purpose. One more time for the people in the back. You have a divine purpose. I have a divine purpose, family. Um, Speaking of purpose and walking in my purpose and trying to do multiple things, um, I've been keeping up on Insecure. And the most recent episode, Molly, Molly, Issa's mom was speaking to her in reference to just her hands being in so many different pots um, and how she was good at so many different things, but how she needed to master, you know, just a couple of things because it's like no matter what she touched, you know, she could definitely do it. And that's where I've been. I've been trying to have my hand in so many different pots to keep myself going to keep my mind you know agile and just to continue to move what I didn't want to do was create so many projects for myself that I could not do and that's exactly what I did so I've been at the drawing board about a lot but um in reference to just life and and how I'm moving now I'm way more grounded and I have my shit together I'm proud to say um and revamped my vision board so now it looks like things that are all attainable within 2020 and going forward um some things had to change just because I don't have those resources anymore. They're not accessible to me, not for any reason other than the coronavirus. Um, I hope that you guys are doing well. Sending peace, love, and light to you in the lieu of any things that you're experiencing at this moment. I love you. 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 Family, and um, just overall, I just want to say that, again, I love you. Um I have so many different things going on, like I was saying, and I'm just trying to, you know, continuously 
um, be who I be and just live life um, unapologetically and just to do things the way that I need to do things. But y'all have been checking in with me and, and just everything. And I appreciate y'all for that. And just those who are responding to me, checking in with them, those who are shopping with me through all of this, because people are still finding a way to shop. And I know we talked about that several episodes ago where I was like, I didn't feel like, you know, I should do anything right now because, you know, people need their money for other things, but y'all really are like doing the damn thing. Um, you guys know that we have our manifestation merchandise, our, our tangible affirmations, and you guys know the Chakra Body Care is now open at D-E-N-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Um, shop with me y'all y'all need body care do something right for your body take care of your body do something nice for that avatar of yours make sure that you're not ashy (laughs) and just shop with me um but what i wanted to talk to you guys this week about or just what i wanted to talk to you guys in general i don't want to say this week i just want to say in general um it's about self self self-expression excuse me and empirical ways of thinking um and just little tips and tricks i guess you could call them little tips and tricks, but just little um, pieces of love that I would like to give to you in reference to free thinking and just being who you be. Um, and just kind of like my history and my backstory as we speak on this, because I'm not going to give you all my biography. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I just I wanted to talk to you guys um, in, in reference to my research and everything that I do for these episodes when it comes down to me trying to talk to you guys about more cohesive things um, and just for the episodes to sound more cohesive what I do just kind of giving y'all some um, behind the scenes is I go to Webster's Dictionary um, because like my queen T says that words mean things and what I love to do is make sure that the way that I intend for the message to come across is one defined correctly and two is that when I say shit I mean it so I want to make sure that what I mean is what I really say and in order for me to be able to do that I need to know what it means. <laughs> so first thing I do is go to Webster's Dictionary. Um, and in reference to this episode, I wanted to let you guys know that the definition, I mean this, um, self-expression is the expression of one's feelings, thoughts, or ideas. And in reference to free thinking, we'll be speaking in reference to imperial thinking. And you're going to hear the word imperial a lot. Um, empirical, excuse me, empirical thinking. Um, empirical thinking is that it's a verified thought, observation, or experience Um rather than theory or pure logic. That's how things are justified. So things are validated. Things are verified through overall experience and not through fact, really. Like, because because they say that the earth is fucking round. That's not really a good example. Scratch that. Um, Because when you say that love don't hurt and you tell people that it actually do hurt, they're going to be like, well, what makes you think? Well, bitch, because I experienced it. That's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Um, But I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about the reason why a lot of us feel the guilt in free thinking while a lot of us feel um, a lot of pushback or while we create these um, portrayals of passive aggression. Let me not say portrayals of passion, passive aggression. That's not what I'm, I meant to say. What I mean to say is why we become um, passive aggressive to those people that we portray as something other than what they actually are. Because what we're doing is we are not free thinking. We are not living. That's <laughs> We're not living. That's really what, on top of all of this, I really want to say is that we are not living. And I don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want to live too far by these notes. I just kind of want to get to the nitty gritty and let you guys know that a lot of what you're feeling is because you're not thinking the way that you want to think. You're thinking the way that you want to think in conflict with what you've been taught or what what you think you know. And it's going to continue to fuck with you until you start to think freely, until you start to live your life for pure 
pursuit of happiness until you start to do the damn thing as you want to do the damn thing because it's your damn thing you are always when it comes to other people i'm speaking in reference to relationships friendships things of that nature before i speak about self because when we're dealing with self we are influenced by others so that's why i want to deal with the others before i deal with you because we're going to come down your block in a second um a lot of what we experience being from other people and the one thing that i wanted to talk about the most in reference to why we don't think freely is fear and i think that it fucks with us a lot of the time that we don't want to call it fear we want to call it something else we want to portray it as maybe somebody forcing us into doing something or forcing our hand or making us feel a certain type of way or making it seem as if they really mean for us to do this or you know that that are are like basically like it's a gun to our head um in reference to a lot of these things when in all honesty it's not that at all it's that we are in a consistent conflict with ourselves because we want to think one way but because we're being conditioned or because we've been conditioned to think another way we feel like our arm is still being pulled but at this point now you're a grown-ass motherfucking adult who's pulling your hand to do what that's what i thought we're not doing this anymore the way that we think should be free the way that we live the way that we validate our, our overall experiences should be in an empirical way of thinking we should say well because i've experienced this this is why i know it to be that i understand what you're saying and i understand what you're trying to place in my life and i think i get your intention but what i can't do is accept that right now because that don't have shit to do with me that ain't how i got to live my life this this doesn't apply to me a lot of shit that people want us to experience a lot of shit that people want us to go through a lot of shit that people want us to feel a lot of shit that we know that we feeling but people want to call it something else they want to call it a phase or they want to call it um um uh an impression or we were being easily influenced by the media a lot of that shit really be empirical thinking and we just in a conflict with other people because what they know is what we've known and we want to break away from tradition and when you break away from tradition it does cause a conflict for a second and a lot of it has to do with fear a lot of it has to do with like the fear of being disowned you know or or being alone like you feel like you can really lose your entire family your entire you know friend base because now you're thinking different everybody's thinking like this but here you are thinking like this because either you've experienced something so their situation or the way that they think doesn't apply to you or it's because you really know that there's an alternative to that you haven't even experienced it maybe you know somebody who's experienced it maybe you've read a you know a, a non-fictional book on the situation maybe you've actually seen the shit with your two motherfucking eyes it wasn't your experience but you watched something that happened in its entirety that is another way of things going so okay that worked for you but this don't work for me and a lot of the time when we voice that opinion we come off disrespectful especially to those people we feel like we're obligated to and with those obligations become mandates and we feel like because you know that's my mother because that's my grandmother because it's my aunt that's my uncle that's my father that's my brother that's my boyfriend that's my girlfriend that's my partner that's my supervisor that's my preacher that's my my deacon that's uh you know my 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 role model that's my my influencer that's that's whomever um that's my motivational speaker that's my life coach we feel like okay well now you know if i speak up and i say okay well this don't work for me that person's no longer gonna fuck with me well then fuck them because that don't work for me it's not about what people want from you anymore it's what you want from yourself and what you know to be true now there are there's a way to perceive that 
in order for you to allow you to be able to run with a lot of the shit that you do. And that's a part of narcissism. So if you think that what I'm telling you is that you can do shitty things and then justify it based on the fact that you know, that's your way of thinking, that's cool, but that's going to get you beat the fuck up. That's not what I'm saying. So don't do that, especially with me. Um, what I'm saying is, is that there are going to be people in your, that you come across in life. And this is just a sidebar. There are going to be people that you come across in life that are going to try to justify what they're doing based on what I just said. So because they know that the alternative is available and they're choosing to take the alternative, that's the reason why they do the shitty shit that they do. What I'm letting you know is that you don't have to stand for that shit and that those people are there. So just be mindful. Okay, back on what we're talking about, fear of being alone, fear of being disowned. Again, if that does not fit your overall being and who you are, fuck that way of thinking. Think the way that you choose to think. I promise you, when you start to think the way that you truly want to think and you start to live the way that you want to live, those people who live the exact same way will start to surround you because energy attracts energy and energy attracts a lot of the same energy and you'd be surprised the energy that you attract when you start living for you. The other thing is feeling a fear of losing the things most common to us. So I know that when I walked away from Christianity, a lot of what I was feeling was dependency towards a higher power. And I felt like if I lost that, I lost direction and I lost, um, I lost a leader. I lost somebody being able to kind of guide me to the next step. And I was, I was putting everything in my hands and I was just like, well, bitch, do you know what you're doing? Like, do you even know how to live life? You know, like not even freely, but bitch, do you even know how to like, live because like what if you do something wrong and you hurt us like bitch are you qualified to do this shit um that was the talk i had with me and i was like well bitch i don't know i had to check my resume of life for a second i was like well bitch i didn't even go to um what is that i can't lie on this this is like the honest to um creation truth because you gotta get your life right um and i was scared i really was i was scared and just it, it took practice makes perfect you are going to make mistakes you're going to fuck up um, and that's another thing, fear of disappointing others or disappointing yourself. This, the, the only thing that I can really do to disappoint me is give up. And some people don't think like that. So what I'm saying is that for me, disappointing me would be giving up completely, not failing because I'm going to fuck up in life. That is just something that happens. I'm going to make mistakes because I'm choosing to do things one way, but in all actuality, I should be doing it another way. But because I'm thinking the way that I want to think, I use while I'm going to do it. Um, it's just that I don't have to be like, oh, okay, well, bitch, you know, like, you're a disappointment. It's like, okay, you fucked up. Don't do that again. Let's go back to the drawing board and figure out how to do this shit. Um, you just, you have to be really aware of that. Like that's something that you really have to be aware of is that if you're losing the things most common to you and you feel like you don't have any direction, you just have to really find your footing. It is really not easy. Um, at least for me, when I walked away from religion, it wasn't, you know, super duper easy in the beginning. I was very fearful, like God gonna strike me down. Like I'm gonna stop believing in him. And all of a sudden it's gonna be the rapture and I'm gonna be left and he was like, ha ha, bitch, you should have believed in me. Um, you know, you should have kept the faith. And I'm like, damn, now I'm down in this bitch by myself with this nigga and these fucking white people and this cult. Like I was gonna be fucked up. Um, but when I really got to really like get to know me i realized like you know you're most you're you're fully capable of doing this and in disappointing others in reference to and i'm just speaking right now and walking away from religion in reference to disappointing others i really did feel like all right well like my family's not gonna fuck with me anymore but once i said it i just was like okay well i don't care if they walk away from me in the end because then they aren't meant for me you know like i when i finally realized that love don't hurt when i finally realized that love don't hurt one more time for the people in the back when i finally realized that love don't hurt I stopped taking a lot of things personal. I really did. I stopped taking a lot of things personal because I realized that if you really, really love me, 
then this would not be a thing. And it's not about me trying to compromise with you. When when you really love a person, you learn to respect things about that person and you compromise if necessary. But when there are certain things that a person is not willing to compromise on and you're willing to love them in spite of that or in reference or or in regards to that, you're still willing to, to respect that and you're still willing to fuck with them and love them, that's love. Anything outside of that is not love. So I had to realize that a lot of the shit that I was doing and experiencing and saying out my mouth, the family members that didn't fuck with it, we just don't fuck with each other and that's cool. I speak with you at the cookout and we keep it pushing. That's it. Pass me the spoon for the macaroni salad. That's it. That's all. Um, and I, I, I feel better. I really do feel better. In reference to just my way of being and my way of thinking and just all that I do, I feel better. Like, I do. I feel I feel a lot fucking better just in overall living because I realize that those meant for me are still in my life and those that are not meant for me are no longer here. And it just makes perfect sense. And you're not going to have those days always, but there are going to be days where you sit back and think about the relationship that you had with somebody and now all of a sudden it's just not a thing anymore. And when you really think back to fuck the good times, when you think about, or the bad times, when you think about the problematic times and what they weigh, fuck them in reference to quantity and quality. How heavy was it? That's when you kind of start to realize certain things. And that's when you really, really realize that love don't hurt. And that don't matter the relation to people at all. And we're going to talk about some, I, like I said, I, I think, I think I want to call them tips and tricks, but I really just feel like these are gifts of love that I can give to you in reference to obligations and mandates about certain relationships um, with people or just the overall title that you hold with people. Um, just little things that I feel like will assist you in thinking more freely. Yeah, because I talked about fear of the unknown and fear of failure. We kind of covered all that. I kind of went up on a tangent. People are going to attempt to give you advice on life. And even when they're right, they still have the ability to be wrong. The way life pans out for others is not your story. Like, I just, I really need people to get to understand that. That the way that other people's life pans out, that's not your story. It could be. But there's a possibility that it won't be. So you got to be careful when you take, excuse me, you take advice from certain people or when you focus too much on somebody else's situation and you allow that to become your way of thinking. When, when I see people have fucked up situations around me, the first thing I think, because I'm human, is one, damn, that could be me. But two, I get really preventative. What about this situation is common to my current situation? And if it's nothing, I don't let it sweat me. Because me and that person have nothing in common right now. Like if I see a homeless person on the street and I help them and I talk to them about their current situation and they tell me and I'm like, okay, none of that has to do with me. I'm good. It's still something that I think about because it's still a fucking possibility. But not right now. For one, I don't have nothing to stress about. Two, I don't have nothing to look over right now in reference to my life. I don't have to go back to the drawing board about some things. But three, now I get to keep this person in my overall energy. When I'm sending out good vibrations, I like to keep that person in mind. So I gained a couple things from that. That's just an example when I say that sometimes, like, you got that aunt who got four fucking kids and she in the, you know, marriage that she ain't happy with. And you looking at your partner like, I really don't like this nigga. This could be us. And then you look at your aunt current situation and you ask her like, well, how did you get here? Like how, and you're not even me. I'm going up to that. aunt. Like, well, how the fuck did that happen? But you might not be that open. You might try to, you know, kind of get in a little, Hey, aunt so-and-so, how did you meet uncle so-and-so? How did y'all end up having four kids? Like you might get a little bit more kid. Me, I'm just walking over like, you look stressed. How, how, what? 
Like, talk to me about this so I don't do this because I don't like the way this looks. This doesn't feel good to me. Um, that's what I would do. Um, don't do that if, you know, if, anyway. <laughs> if she talks to you or if he talks to you, like, if you got a cousin who's an alcoholic, you know, like, and his life is just not going well for you, and we're going to talk about that too. Um, if these people are giving you that story, but it don't have shit to do with you right now, just send up the good vibrations for them and keep a fucking pushing. Don't sit down and map out your fucking life. Like, I could be alcoholic because I drink, you know, three times a month when I go out with my friends. And sometimes I overdo it. And like, now, like, what if I'm an alcoholic? Like, bitch, no, you're not. You're fine. Stop doing that. You know, like, chill. I think that it's just really important that people just understand that, like, live your life. You know, hedonism in reference to, like, pleasure. And I'm just talking about, like, sexual pleasure because that's kind of what hedonism is. But. Um, just in reference to pleasure in life, like you should enjoy all things, all things about your life should make you feel good in order for you to really be able to reach that. You're going to have to let go of some people, let go of some thought processes, let go of a lot of conditioning and traditionalism and just think freely and be who the fuck you want. The first thing is break up with your partner of several years. If you're not happy anymore, Hey, bitch, we just going to start there, right? We're going to start there. Um, break up with your partner. If you, if you've been in a relationship we just talked about your own. If you have been in a relationship with somebody for, let's say, two years, and it's not going well, I'm going to say this to you in the nicest way or in the kindest way. I'm not nice at all. In the kindest way I know how. Love don't hurt. And that goes for you and that goes for them. Love don't hurt. Love don't hurt. If you think for a second that this is not going well, every day you wake up, you agitated, you aggravated, you looking at this person like, how the fuck did I get here? Why the fuck am I in this current situation with this person? This bitch or this nigga is getting on my nerves. I'm sick of them. Every time you turn around, they're not doing what I'm asking them to do. If it gets to that point, what are you there for? And if your answer is because you love them, love don't hurt. So what are you doing here? Because what you're allowing to to happen is you're one creating the idea in your head that this person is doing this just to piss you off. When in all actuality, this is who they've been the entire fucking time. Now, if they are, if this isn't them in the beginning and they are starting to change over time, it could be a plethora of things. But if you haven't opened your mouth to this person and now you're creating this passive aggressive way of thinking or you're just walking around angry all the time, what the fuck are you there for? What are you there for? Break up with your partner. Break. Listen, I know we're in the pandemic and I'm going to be 110% honest with you. You might have to go back and live with your mama or you're going to have to go find a friend's couch or somebody to stop settling in life for partnerships or, or companionship. Let's talk about that for companionship. Just to say that you with somebody and everything about that person you don't like. If you have to completely change a person in order for you to be with that person, that person is not who you're looking for. That's the person you were looking at. And you created a narrative about them that you wanted them to live up to, that they cannot live up to. And that's the reason why you feel the way that you do. But if this person has not been this person the entire time and then they start to change, then there's something underlined to that. You need to speak with that person. You need to get them to understand you and understand you and overstand you and your points. And if they're willing to move some stuff around and compromise with you on some things, okay. But if you had to completely change a person as to not knowing them that long or completely change a person who's been this person the entire time and, and you just didn't see it, 
then again, that's the person you were looking at and not looking for. Okay? And you you made it fit. And it wasn't meant to fit. So break up with that person. It's fine. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt them. But think about how much turmoil and how much trauma and how much irritation and aggravation and just overall issues you're causing yourself this entire fucking time that you could be living your life and you could be happy. Break up with your partner of several years, several months, several weeks, several days if it's not fucking working. And I'm not talking about little petty shit that's a disagreement. I'm talking about consistent arguments and looking at this person feeling like you hate this person and the overall negativity that you bring to the table when you think of this person and the first thing that comes to your mind is this completely negative thought you need to walk away from that because that's not going to do you no good break up with your partner of several years several months several moments if it's not working for you break up with them for them if one if if they can't be the bigger person to walk away from this situation then you be the bigger person and you walk the fuck away and i'm gonna say that to say that stop talking to your parents or your family about certain matters again the way that life pans out for others is not your story Family members, especially older family members, have no real idea of evolution. And that's something that I think we all need to to understand. We go to these people because they're wise and they are beyond their years. But at the same token, they have not lived in these years in the way that we've lived them. When we're asking them about their 20s and their 30s, that was 20, 30 years ago. You know, they're not, they're, they're not, they didn't have to evolve in the time that we had to evolve. Our evolution their evolution back then wasn't really survival because there were other ways of going about things. Like they had multiple ways of doing things, um, but it wasn't to a huge array. Like with us, we kind of have to know a lot about technology. We need to know a lot about the things going on in the world, a lot of kind of it because it affects people differently. And there's so many different ways for this information to get to us now. So it's, it's really not the same building block that it was for them. So we're asking them for their wisdom and for their guidance. And they tell you all the time that this is exactly what it's going to be because this is life. When in all actuality, like, no, that's life for you. That's not life for me. You know, that this, that might not be a thing. You got to stop talking to certain family members about certain shit because it's just not going to do you any good. You think that it's doing you, you know, some, to some, um, it's doing you some good to some point. But it's really not. It's really just something else to listen to. Because what you'll find yourself doing is trying to apply a really old, traditional way of thinking to today's time. And it doesn't work. A lot of stuff a lot of stuff still works in reference to being human. If you're asking them about like home remedies and ailments and things of that nature, that's one thing. But when you're asking them about getting ahead in the workplace, you're asking them about entrepreneurship. And when you're asking them about just life and like, life life like the things that are just kind of pivotal especially in a financial situation um or in a, in a gaming situation where you're you're trying to do more in order to be more some things that they're going to gift you are not what you need to hear like at all it's not going to do you no good you might have to stop talking to those people um the top three relatives that i advise that you take advice from again we talked about them earlier and it seems like it's backwards but hear me out First, you need to talk to the family member who is living most like your aspirations or what you aspire to be. So, like, somebody who I aspire to be is, like, my cousin Rhonda. My cousin Rhonda, Miss Brunson Credit Queen, please check her out, y'all. Like, if y'all need help with fixing your credit, she's a very integral woman and a very integral businesswoman when it comes down to getting your finances in order. If you live in the um, the Baltimore area, she can help you with, like, home buying. Like, she's a beast. 
And my cousin lives a very free lifestyle. She doesn't have any children, but she lives a very free lifestyle. She does a lot of traveling. She does a lot of living. She's a very happy person. I know that she goes through things. I know that she experiences things. However, Rhonda is living her life. She is living her life. She is living her life. And shout out to you, Kazo. You are living your life, and I appreciate you so very much. Um, she lives her life. So that's somebody who I go to when it comes down to business, when it comes down to entrepreneurship, because that's something that I aspire to be. So I'm going to talk to somebody who's been doing it for years. I'm going to talk to her about the mistakes that she made. I'm going to talk to her about the things that she wished that she knew before she knew them so that that advice can be gifted to me because she's growing up in a time that I'm growing up. And we're several years apart. I think we're maybe like 15 years apart, 13, 15 years apart. So it, it's a, it's a huge jump. Don't get me wrong in reference to um, age, when I say like birth year, but when it comes down to what she's doing in this day and age, she's doing an amazing job. And it's a, a huge joy to see. It's a huge aspiration of mine to be able to live freely as she does, especially financially free. So I've talked to her. So that that's my relative that I would talk to or my cousin Ashley. Those are people who I've talked to. Um, or even my great, great aunt when it comes to financial things, because she like, she a one with the credit, like real talk. Um, the cousin who fucked up the most. And the reason why I say the cousin that fucked up the most is because cousins really don't lie to you. Like when you have a really close bond to your cousins, they really don't lie to you. And you guys are a little, for the most part, you guys are a little closer in age. So they don't feel like they have anything to hide. So I do, I talk to the cousins who like are the black sheep, like one, cause they're my cousins and I fuck with them and I want to talk to them. And I, you know, like I want to love up on them and I want them to know that they appreciate it and accept it and that I fuck with them. You know, so I do, I talk to my cousins, but the cousins who are fucked up the most, like the ones that have been in jail and the ones that have had multiple baby mamas and the ones who, you know, like they go through a lot, they come to me to like talk to me about things and get my advice. But I also talk to them about the things that they experience because one, I don't want to experience it. But two, because I try to figure out like, how did they get there? Like, is it a family member within our family? That like be causing this shit. Like, do I have somebody attached to me that really ain't no good for my betterment, and I can't see it because, you know, maybe we don't interact that often. But I'm looking at how he and she, you know, interact, or how she and he interact, and I'm just like, oh, bitch, no, you, you really are problematic. Now that I done talked to her, or I done talked to him, and I'm really looking at your actions. Like, you kind of fucked up. It helps you kind of get a, a a sense of your family now i'm not saying that that's you kind of creating an alliance but what it does allow you to do sometimes is that you don't know that a lot of shit is going on in your family until some shit be going on in your family like really so it, it does a lot it's it's very pivotal when you talk to the cousin who was fucked up the most um and they give you some real ass advice like they give you some real shit um i'm kind of, sometimes i'm the cousin who did some shit like i didn't graduate from college we have college graduates. We got sororities and fraternities. We got all that. And I'm like this spiritual person with candles and, you know, living my best life and like, you know, working a job at the same time. I was just like, I ain't the worst, but like, I am kind of like that person where they just like, damn, like, Christian, you, you really just be chilling. Like you don't come to nothing. You really don't do. And I'm just like, that shit don't fit me no more. And they're like, well, damn, like I don't be wanting to come to this shit. So how did you do it? I just stopped doing it. Like, and I stopped giving a fuck, but it's easier said than done sometimes. Um, and the family member who listens to reflect before they respond and believe it or not, a lot of the time, this is going to be an uncle and this is going to be the uncle that you're, you're closest to. Like my uncle Greg, I shout out to my uncle Greg. I love my uncle Greg and we don't talk a lot like at all. Like I mostly talk to him at family functions every now and then I might say something for like my aunt Tanya, who is his wife on Instagram or Facebook and be like, you know, tell uncle Greg, I say hi, or maybe he'll comment on something. But my uncle Greg is that family member who listens to reflect and then respond. My uncle Greg 
this is shout out to him because this is what he does you'll tell him something he'll pause for at least 10 seconds before he responds or when he's talking to you he turns his head so that his ear is towards you and I don't know if he knows that he does that but he's done it my entire life like for as long as I can remember he's done that and his response be a one even like not even in advice like sometimes it's just witty like it's a comeback or sometimes it's funny as fuck you know or sometimes it's really like that encouraging advice that you need or it's that i love you you need or it's that hug that you need like my uncle greg shout out to him he is such an amazing guy and that is the family member that i know that i can like talk to like i don't go to him about heavy shit but like if it's something that maybe my family has talked about like when my mental health was a thing like when my mental health like when i was in hospital when my family like talked amongst themselves and not didn't come to me um when my uncle greg finally talked to me and he heard me like he heard i don't want to say he heard my side of the story but when i told him what i was really experiencing he's like i figured that it was something other than what the fuck was being said because you don't seem like that person and he gave me so much love like he poured so much love into me and he gave me a hug and he's just like niece if you need me i'm here like if you need somebody to talk to i'm here and that shit felt a lot different than having a conversation with my aunts having a conversation with my sisters even having a conversation with my parents like that that felt different and just shout out to my uncle greg just for being the amazing man that you are and the father that you are and the husband that you are and the uncle and the son and the brother that you are because you sir are amazing thank you thank you for being who you are um the other thing that i wanted to talk about was stop being friends with people like forever friends exist but they might come in your 30s they may come in your 40s like some of your friends in your 20s be problematic as fuck they always got baby daddy issues like every time you turn around he's hitting her but she's going back and it's not just a uh you know mental health thing like it's it's it's, ain't nothing wrong with her she just fucking dick deprived when she not with him or it, it, it's something, you know, they always borrow money or you got that friend that's consistently doing shit and it's not to your betterment. She always putting you in some shit. Or he's always putting you in some shit. He always pushing up on you. Or she always pushing up on you. She trying to sleep with you and you ain't interested. All of it, like, cut them fucking friends off. Cut them off. Don't feel like you're obligated to continue to deal with them people. Fuck friends. Okay, at the end of the day, friends, how many of us have them? I got like two. It's okay. Fuck them. Um... I'm sorry, it's like some African people arguing outside of my window, and it's just different. Um, the next thing is quit that job. Quit it. If, let me tell you something. If you've been with a job for five years, and I say five years, and this is just some millennial advice, we are famous for quitting shit when it does not meet the qualifications or the standards that we expect them into. When they do not meet our expectations, the first thing we do is we catch your attitude and we like, we out this bitch. What I recommend is that you stay into a job for at least two years, but at most five. Um, in reference to trying to move up. And if you find yourself applying for positions and promotions and raises and these people are not giving you the flowers that you deserve and these jobs are going more to people who are just kind of in the position to be in the position or they, you know, they didn't lie on their resume or they cool with somebody. If that's the situation over and over again, quit that job. If you feel like your job does not appreciate you, quit that job. If you feel like you're just going to be in the same position the entire time that you're there and you feel like there's no growth within the company, quit that fucking job. If it is not to your betterment, if it is not to you bettering yourself, if it does not help you, you take them two years and you add them to your resume and all the projects that you have completed and you keep it pushing because jobs that appreciate their employees really do exist. They are really out there. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. The nine to five that you are looking for where you are appreciated and the benefits is popping and they got them cute little lunches every now and then and you can wear that pencil skirt and be hugging and still rocking natural hair and don't nobody say shit to you. Those exist. I actually worked for one. Um, 
I rather slice the longest piece and then put it on the top because it gives it a lot of flexible pockets. Easy. Um, <laughs> I, I work at one, so I know that it does exist. Um, so quit that job. The other two is actually stop following trends. Like, listen, I, I'm going to get back up on my soapbox. Um, certain shit people doing right now, they just don't work for me. All the lashes. Everybody wants to be a lash tech. Everybody wants to wear a waist trainer. Um, everybody wants to drink them fucking lasso teeth. This is just where I am. I don't know what's going on with y'all though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everybody wants to drink these lasso teeth. Everybody wants to just do all this shit. And I don't want to do any of it. And I see a lot of people who are trying these things and they look fucking stupid. Um, and they, you can just see like in their overall post and just the overall pictures, they're not really happy with it. Um, they're just kind of doing it because like they want the followers or they want the friends or they want, I don't give a fuck about none of that. So I'm not doing it. Um, I prefer things to be more organic. So it's just certain shit I'm not doing. So I'm not following no fucking trends. Um, a lot of like TikTok shit, a lot of Twitter shit, a lot of internet, a lot of the social media. But in reference to just shit that I'm saying in life, like certain trends, um, entrepreneurs, like people want to be an entrepreneur. Thanks everybody. Stop trying to start these businesses and they only last two weeks. And the reason why I say that is because they are financial investments and y'all are fucking up your money. If you know for a fact that you're getting ready to buy these waist trainers and you're going to buy all this shit, but you don't plan on selling like you, you put them up on Instagram and you just kind of want people to come to you. If that's the only amount of work that you're going to do, you're going to find yourself really fucked up and you're going to find yourself with 50 fucking waist trainers that you spent $500 on and that you're not going to get none of your money back. You're not even going to break even because you're just going to find yourself wearing them or they're going to be sitting in the closet or it's, it's going to be some shit that it don't have to be. So stop following trends. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody should be an entrepreneur. Not everybody should be doing hair. And this is not me shitting on anybody. Just being honest. Not everybody should be selling dinners. Find what works for you. Find your niche and stick with that. Okay? Okay. And the last thing is just be who you be. You like what you like. You like who you like. You like living your life. And that is what matters. If you really, really want to live your life, you are going to live your life based on your life. And when somebody asks you why you think the way that you think, well, bitch, because I lived it. Because I did it. Because this is what what has come to be. Um, And this is what I know. And I'm okay with that. And I trust that process because that was my process. Um, it helps to just live unapologetically. Like, I don't apologize for shit no more. I don't apologize for what I say. I apologize if it hurts your feelings. I apologize if, you know, the intent didn't reach you in the way I intended it to. But I don't apologize for what the fuck I said. I'm not apologizing for what the fuck I did because I did it. Because I said it. I can't take it back. I can't go back in time. So fuck that shit. What's done is done. I live my life based on life and based on the fact as though I have a certain way that I want to live and it doesn't include a lot of things that people want me to do uh what a society wants me to do I don't want to look like a lot of these people now these people are getting ahead these people are doing a lot but I don't want 15 you know 15 seconds of fame I don't want 15 minutes of fame I want longevity and I'm not talking about in fame I'm talking about just in life I want longevity I want to live a long time I want to live a good life and I want to fight a good fight just in reference to life like I don't want to do things because other people want me to do them or because I've been conditioned to live this way or to think this way or because my entire life I've been told this. I want to live my life based on the fact that this is my life and the way that I want to do things. And when I started doing that, my God, what happened to me was amazing. When I started, started living on the other side of fear, so many things have happened, so many people I've met, so many different things have happened. And I am just super fucking thankful. I'm super fucking thankful. I can't, I can't be thankful enough. Like I'm super fucking thankful. 
for all those things. And I'm going to continue to be thankful and continue to be grateful for the grind and the movement that I'm on because this doesn't happen often. Some people really die with regrets and wants. And I'm not trying to do none of that. I'm trying to die with memories, not dreams. Like I don't, I don't have time for any of that. Nobody has time for that. You, you have conditioned yourself to believe that this is your situation because somebody told you that it would be. What's the fun in that? What's the fun in living if you haven't lived? Or when you're living for somebody else. And everything that you're obligated to do based on your title, everything that you feel like you're mandated to do, what have you done for yourself? What have you done for yourself? One more time for the people in the back. What have you done for yourself? If nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I will see y'all next week.